0: Up. Up. I, I just up like hate guy. How you guys doing? How are you guys doing? We have such
1: an awesome phenomenal guest. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another awesome, amazing podcast episode. I know it's been a quick minute, but we've been uh we've been doing things. Finally got the uh the book out based on the first season of the podcast, so just God, is, um, God has got an elevation, so just grateful for everything that is happening. And um, thank you again for joining in. You are truly in for a treat. We have an awesome, amazing, special guest today, um, Mr. PSLP, Patrick Seymour. He is an awesome man of God, brother in Christ, husband, father, gospel rapper, um, just everything. Just join doing this thing walking in his giftings and his callings um like the world depends on it because it does and just rep repping the uh the kingdom of god so um without further ado please welcome my brother patrick seymour
0: yo 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 what's going on everybody uh blessed to be here uh good looking out b don't invite me i call him b because i know him. You know, I know I'm like that, you know what I'm saying? I get to call him B instead of Brian, but good looking out, bro. On uh invite me to the show, man, and, and, and you know, just yeah. congratulations, bro. I You know, I was with you kind of from the genesis of this kicking oh. off, man, so to see uh, the show where it's at right now, the, the book, and, you know, everything that God is doing oh. in your life, bro, congratulations. And, uh, man, it's just yeah. blessed to be here, man, yeah. blessed to be here.
1: And yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in, uh, for coming on. Definitely appreciate you taking the time. Um, you know, and so one of my first questions is, you are an awesome um, brother, and you're awesome bro in Christ, doing awesome things in an awesome organic way like no one else is. So, um, like, what do you believe or has helped make you, or what do you feel has helped shape you? into the
0: man that you are in, that you are today. Yeah, no doubt, bro. Thank you. too. um, so it's, it's two things for me when I think about, you know, kind of where I'm at and, and like how I got here. Uh, one was like my upbringing. So early on, my my great, great granddad uh, was a deacon in a church that he helped found, uh, in, in Mississippi, in baseball, Mississippi. Many people may have never heard of his, it's, it's, it's a small city, uh, but uh, that's kind of where I was at for a certain part of my upbringing when I was when I was younger, um, and 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 he, but as the story goes, when I was born, he said that I would be the pastor in the family, so I've kind of always had that, um, I guess that unction. Or, you know, that desire for my family for me to be a pastor, for me to be a man of God. Uh, and and he took it a step further and, and was making sure that I was going to, you know, youth things as a kid and kept me in church every Sunday, you know, and and, and all that good stuff. So that was that was a piece of it. And then uh, uh without getting too much into my testimony, we ended up moving back to California and it kind of really shifted uh-huh. some things in my life. Uh, so i would say my upbringing had a lot to do with it and then the second thing was the things that i didn't have so for the majority of my life i never knew my biological father and i had a you know a a father my stepdad but i called him pops my pops but he was in and out of my life so you know a lot of what i do today is not just uh it's not that he didn't give me anything but a lot of it was the things that i lacked coming up and i kind of made certain promises to myself like hey you know if I'm you know if I'm put in a position I have a kid this is what I want to do with my kid this is how I want to bring my kid up um you know so some of the things that I didn't have also play a part into some of the convictions that I have today and some of the way that I conducted carry myself but the main thing was um and, it, and and it wasn't a a rigid foundation of Christianity it wasn't a uh, Necessary, consistent foundation of christianity but i had some foundation of christianity i had some foundation of you know respect and, and just a proper perspective on life and i got off into some other things that believe you me was not what i was being groomed in but i got off into those things but um i would say primarily it was my upbringing that 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 led to who i am today amen <laughs> hey that's
1: awesome and that kind of goes into uh my
0: next question: Who has inspired you? So there's, there's, uh, probably three people I would say the most. Um, gotta talk about my mama. You know, my mom was was and is an exceptional woman, uh, single mother. You know, m- most of my my upbringing, um, and 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 really showed me the example of just not giving up. You know, she she really didn't have a give up type of energy about her. She always uh, and I can just imagine, you know, some of the things she was going through mentally and internally, but she kind of always had it to where she presented things to us like, hey, we're going to be okay. We're going to push through this. We're going to make it through this um, and, and and find a way to do it. You know what I mean? So I I, I have to mention her as an example. Um, my granddad, my great-great-granddad, who I've mentioned before uh just an example of what you know a man should look like and definitely as you start to get older and you're passing things down to the next generation he uh he, he did a good a great job at that was a pretty wealthy man he had a he had a he, he had a pretty good lump sum of money so not just uh uh from the things of god spiritually but just from the, the material things he was pretty good at budgeting and things like that and at a young age he talked to me about that so he was a big influence for me uh and then also later on and 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 i'll get into my testimony a little bit later on i i, I met a christian uh his name is mike sizer and uh he poured into my life in such a way man. when i was running and, uh, and the Lord had me sit down. He poured into my life. He took, he took time to, to talk to me, to me, to me. To me and just tell me things that, that I needed to hear as a young man. So he's another one. Mike Sizer is another one that I bring up. Hey Amen. That's, that's a blessing. And
1: as y'all see, uh, this man, and guy right here, he's he's been through a lot. But he's... he's um, He's not only keeping it all in, but he's pouring it into the next generation. And, um, you know, I'm sure, you know, the kids in the in the background and it's just and he's t- he's he's, um, you know, anyone in a baseball game, anyone can stand up to the plate. But it takes um, uh, a new type of man to be able to willing, willingly swing the bat with vision, you know, and anyone can swing a bat, but to swing a bat with vision and to, I, who I want to say it was Babe Ruth who used to do that. He used to point, he used to point at where he wanted the ball to go and anyone, anyone can have sight, but it takes a, another type of man, you know, or woman to be able to have vision. And this brother here has, has vision for his kids, for his business, for his marriage, for ministry in every area of his life. And that's just, a, um, awesome an awesome thing because helen keller who she was blind and deaf she once said what good is sight with no vision so her not being able to see was like well what good is sight if you can't see beyond what you see and it's like vision is is so important and it's that's 100 percent real and so my uh my next question is um the hip-hop artist bizzle once said god's grace is displayed in his love for us in spite of every reason we've given him not to um what what does that
0: mean to you man that's that's a great one bro. And, and, and i think he captured it you know uh beautiful man we, we we you know and, and i look at my personal life and um You know, if if I had to measure myself, which I don't against some of the people who I knew and grew up with when I I started hanging in the streets, I wasn't the worst of the worst, you know, because of the foundation I had. It kind of kept me from like diving all the way in and just having this just I don't care type of attitude, Uh, although I did my fair share of things that I'm not proud of. Um, But, you know, when I think about the grace of God. God's grace is to the point where He allows you to like really exhaust all your personal remedies, all your, all your thoughts of how you can live your life, how you can be successful, how you can be productive, how you can be a father, a leader, a teacher, whatever you're, wherever you're aspiring to be. I see the grace of God saying this I will allow you to exhaust all your remedies to get to this point. That point of emptiness, and, and and Solomon talked about that point. He said, "Man, all of this is vanity. It's all vanity." And, and Solomon, being you know, if if, if you believe the what the Bible say, he was the richest man ever. So you, you think about the Bill Gates, and you know, you think about you know the 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 um, uh, uh, the guy from Tesla, and, and you know the investment guru, and you know, and, and now we got Amazon, right? You, you think about the you know Jeff Bezos and these people that have all this money. And Solomon said that when, when, when he exhausted all his remedies, he said, it's all vanity. It's, it's the, it, there's, the, there is there's, nothing at the end of it. So I see the grace of God saying this. I'll allow you to figure out that there's nothing at the end of your thoughts of being great. And that's what the father did for me. He, he, he allowed me to chase the image that I thought was this great image. He, and in the process of doing that, just like Bizzle said, I gave God every reason to say I'm done with you but what makes God God is he allows you to get to that point so that he can speak to you in such a way where you're receptive to what he has to say you have to be empty in order to receive something that God has given you spiritually and that's the truth that the life you're living apart from me is not life at all it's not life at all you know what I'm saying? So, so that's what that statement. When I when I meditated on that, when you sent me that, and I was like, wow, and I started to meditate on. It, I said, What well, that's what it is. God's grace allows us to 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 to. It, it really allows us to fall if you think about it. It's 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 that it's that you know being a parent is that you know sometimes I can sit back and I can watch my kids, and I'll be like, man, they about to bump their head, and I had to make a decision to say, okay, is this a is this a bump that I should allow? To, to 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 show them that, hey, if you do this, this is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I see the grace of God. I see him being so gentle and firm with us to a way where he's saying, this is what I have to allow to happen so that you understand that you need me first and foremost. And that's how, you know, I, I look at that quote. But Bizzle, he he, he he captured it. I mean, being a lyricist, he, he, he captured it and painted the picture so so beautiful bro like i told you that's that's probably like right now that's like my top guy uh my top artist so to speak uh that that, that i really look to uh uh to to, to ride and vibe to so uh, he, he did a great job capturing that bro oh, for real, for real, man that's that was
1: awesome what you were saying that's real and going speaking of that were you are you able to
0: like um can you share your your testimony Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I, I've dived into it a, a, a little bit. Uh, so coming coming, coming from Mississippi, I was, I was originally born in L.A. Uh, at the age of three, we went to Mississippi. I stayed out there for about seven years. Beautiful. It, it, it really lays some foundation in me. But when I came back to California, uh, for different reasons, my own life, I think primarily not having my biological father. And I was to the point where I knew that, you know, the person I called dad was not my biological father, really feeling like I didn't belong or fit into my family structure um, and lacking a father figure that could navigate me through the emotions that I was going through as a young man. And then landing in certain communities like South Central and certain neighborhoods where, you know, if you didn't have kind of that strong, uh, uh, insulation, you know, there's a lot of things that can get poured into a young man who's looking for guidance, uh, who's looking for acceptance and things of that nature. And, 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 and as I was, so I drifted, man. I got off into the into the gang thing, um, and gangs really wasn't my thing. What really was my thing was I was assessing my situation, my family situation, and and I felt the need at a young age to step in and be able to provide some financial assistance. And for me. Mm-hmm. The way I seen that happening fast was dudes that was in the streets, those who was hustling, whether they were slangin', you know, I equated gangbanging to just making money um, or robbing and stuff like that. So when I was 16, man, I got, I, I was with a, a group of guys and we were out this one night and, and, you know, we committed some crimes. We ended up getting caught for those things. And I ended up at, at 18, I was sentenced to 20 years and four months in prison. And this was dramatic. Because I don't come from a family. <laughs> I don't come from a family that's that's incarcerated. So when the family started hearing I was locked up and I'm going to prison, they like, well, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, not only is this supposed to be the pastor of the family, but he he's like, going to prison? He's incarcerated? Like, like what's, you know, what's really going on? Uh, so that happened in my life. And like I say, I didn't have any uh Real guidance on how to deal with that. So early on, I, I call myself getting back into a relationship with God, which was really just a conditional relationship. I wanted God to do these things for me without me actually making a commitment to him to live my life for him. And again, the grace of God, he allowed me to see that that's what that was. Son, you, you're not making a real commitment to me. You just want me to do these things uh about six and a half almost seven years into my prison sentence i had exhausted my last uh uh, what they call uh 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 uh, their petitions but they're uh it's like when you can fight the sentence right i was fighting my sentence i was fighting it for about six years i got my last one it went to the highest court they denied it and i kind of was settling into this place like okay for the next you know, 8 years, 9 years, 10 years or whatever, this is where I'm going to be, so I really was settling into that life, I ended up going to this drug program and I was there for the wrong reasons, and I got kicked out of this program, and and I had this private conversation with God, nobody else knew about the conversation, because everybody wanted me to come back to the program, I said, I'm not coming back to the program but I had this conversation with God, I said, hey God, if, if you want me to come back to the program, you get me back in the program I'm not going to do anything to get back into this program. I was in this dorm one day, right? Some just told me to just go to the door. I go to the door in prison. You got these little slits in the door. I'm looking out the door. I see these two counselors from the program. And I kind of, I kind of ease off the door. Cause I'm like, it's kind of weird, right? And I immediately, I heard this voice. that say, remember what you promised me. When nobody else in the cell was just me. And the voice was like, remember what you promised me. So by the time they made it to the door and they said, hey, Mr. Seymour, are you ready to come back? It was just fixed in my heart to go. I'm back in this program. I don't know why I'm here. I see a group of guys that kind of stand out to me. They're they moving a little different. I come out one Sunday morning. I don't see them. I say, hey, where's so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so? Never dawned on me, right, that they were in church. Because I just, I wasn't thinking about church. They said, hey, they're in church. I said, oh, that's what's different about these dudes. Now, mind you, at this point in time, I'm act- I'm an active gang member. I've gotten into yeah. more things now because I'm in prison. So now I'm even slicker at what at what I was doing. So I just started slanging in here. I'm banking in here. I'm using in here. I'm doing all of these things, drinking all the things people probably think you can't even do in prison. I'm doing them, right? I got phones. I'm doing all type of stuff. At this point in my life, I yeah. see these men and I say, you know what? I need to go to church. So I tell him, I said, Hey, get me in, get, get me into the church. I need to go to church. I go to church. Of course, it seemed like the pastor talking right to me. <laughs> it seemed like his sermon was about where I was at in my life. Right. Just God on me. And I come back, man, yeah. I, I, I'm in my cell, man. I'm by myself, man. And I just had this moment with God and I just break, bro. I break, you know what I'm saying? That the running was over and that was about seven and a half years into my sentence. Um, I ended up doing seven more years. I came home two years early while I was incarcerated. Uh, uh, I met my business partner, a mutual, you know, friend and brother of ours, Boomer Bennett. Uh, we formed a company in there called Jesus Follower. Uh, God buys Clothing is a part of that. Um, and since I've been home, man, you know, really, you know, my, my, my passion has been to reach back to those who were in the same position I was in. It's, and many who are in an even worse position than I was in. You know, when you were a kid, you think things are just 10 times worse than what they are. And uh, I've heard so many stories, man, where I'm like, wow, that was a real hopeless situation, man. So, you know, um, that's kind of the culmination of how I got to where I am today. Wow. that's powerful man needs to be on the big
1: screen or something that's that's powerful ah thank you my brother that's powerful and so um that you kind of already answered this next question um you know so from that perspective can you share about living for christ now being a jesus follower um exemplifying god as a man husband father um, and brother that you are. So now you've taken on this new, new identity in Christ and so now reflecting that identity in um, business, family, you know.
0: So when I think about the different roles that we have as men of God, you know, uh, like you say, I'm a husband, I'm a father, uh, I'm a brother, you know, to many. i uh, still a son. Uh, you know, i work i'm a business owner i'm an employer i mean i'm an employee uh when i think about the different roles we have in christ here is what comes to my mind i've grown the most learning that i'm not perfect in my roles i'm not perfect I'm, i'm i'm i haven't been a perfect husband i haven't been a perfect father Uh, And and a a lot of that stemmed from the fact that I had no idea what a marriage was I had no idea what being a father was Um, So I made a lot of mistakes in those areas And uh, just being a brother And so, you know, it's it's a beautiful privilege to have these roles in Christ But what I've come to understand is that you're going to grow in your role And in order for you to grow, you have to realize that you don't know everything you don't have it all figured out. You don't, you know what I'm saying? And for a guy like myself, that's that's a it's a very prideful thing for me because I'm one of the people that think I know it all. Or if I don't know it all, I can figure it out. I don't need you to help me figure it out. I can figure it out myself. No, not when you're in relationships. You know what I'm saying? Not when you got a, you got a toddler back here that has his own personality and he really can't speak, but you have to be attentive to him to figure out what he's trying to get you to get for him. Not when you're married to a woman and you're a man and you have no clue about what she's going through and how she communicates and things of that nature. No, you have to be intentional. So, you know, I've, I've, I've learned that in my roles to not approach them from a, a hearty perspective. You know, I'm, I'm grateful and, and, and I love the roles that God has given me. But I'm, I'm learning not to be so prideful about them. I'm learning to be more humble and more patient so that I can be uh, uh, on top of my game in these roles. Wow, that's that's real.
1: You're doing an a awesome job and just continue at it. That's a, a blessing. <laughs> so with only uh, with only 24 hours in each day, how do you uh, how do you manage manage everything?
0: man i'm am I'm gonna be honest with you man i'm I'm a very task driven person uh i don't do well when i don't have schedules free, free time for me has always been uh a challenge so i i do my best to you know prioritize my day uh the day before the day like if i wait till the yeah. day to say i'm gonna do x y and z like i'm just all over the place and i'll probably will procrastinate the whole day in my mind of what I want to do or what I should do so I I have to be intentional and set up things before I get here and then once I yeah. get here, I have to understand that I have to have room to be flexible I have to have a flexibility yeah. to be able to step away from something to give something else some attention because that's what it needs at that moment so again my approach to 24 hours and being productive is kind of like what I talked about Uh, in my different roles, man. It's it's being humble. Understanding that, okay, this is how I best work. I'm a task-driven person. If you give me a task, I will execute that task until it's done. But also understanding that everything in life isn't going to be like that. Everything in my day isn't going to flow the way I want it to flow. So in order for me to be... In order for me to maintain my testimony, right, (laughs) when I don't make it somewhere in time, and it wasn't my fault, you know what I'm saying? It was somebody else's fault, you know what I mean? I got five kids, so it wasn't my fault I didn't get there. But, hey, you know, people don't really care about that. But I have to understand that those things are going to happen. I have to leave room to be flexible um even in a rigid schedule that i would try to set up i still have to be flexible and that's how you know i'm able to maintain my sanity with just 24 hours in a day and then and then and another important thing is rest man as as i creep up each year i understand more and more about the natural reset that god gave us you know it's not coffee uh, it's not energy drinks, uh, it's not caffeine, it's not sugar, it's not people. You know, the natural reset that God gave for our bodies is rest, man. So I'm learning more to, to make sure I'm scheduling a, a, a decent amount of rest so that I'm energized and, and able to be at the top of my game and whatever I'm doing for the for that 24 hours.
1: Amen, that's real. And your rest shall be your best. <laughs> That's real. You know, it's like a, like a cell phone. The phone can only go so long before it has to be charged up. You know, you don't want to wait till it gets to 5% and 2% where we can only go so long before we got to just, just be still, you know, but that's, that's real. That's real. And so, um, I love your shirt. Um, the hat you do on the God vibes. Uh, would you mind sharing more about, uh, that, uh,
0: Jesus followers, yeah, absolutely. So like I say, me myself and uh my business partner, my, my big bro in the faith, our big bro in the faith, uh we we together uh make up Jesus Follower. Um so it's a it's a of course a Christian based company. uh really the lord placed on on boomer's heart and and, you know we were doing ministry together when we was incarcerated it's it's all a divine thing man in the streets me and this guy were worse enemies our hoods didn't even get along we could have literally killed each other on the streets and god allowed both of us to come together and and not only serve together and serve one another but now have a company and an organization that is able to serve the world uh through clothing and, and through a lifestyle. Really we're a lifestyle brand. So we use clothing uh to not only give Christians something comfortable and 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 desirable to wear because we in Christ but we still got style. We still got swag. You feel what I'm saying? We 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 still do our thing. So we so our thing with the clothing is to capture uh a a fashionable side of us as Christians, which is our personality. Yeah, it, and then to on, also able to vocalize who we are, represent our, represent our faith, and then also open up open up conversations, start conversations, you know what I'm saying? It's beautiful when people see, I love it when people see God vibes, because the first thing that comes to their mind is good vibes, and, and it automatically opens up a conversation, because when I say, I usually say like, nah, take a, I usually say like, nah, take another look. Take a better look at it, and then they'll be like, "Oh, it says God vibes." You know what I'm saying? So, so we we we've done things like that with our designs uh, to intentionally have conversations and start conversations uh, with people, which is a which is an evangelizing tool as well. So, um, so that's the company in a nutshell. That's the for-profit side. We have a non-profit side, which is geared towards our bigger vision, which is actually building the university. So it's Jesus follower university. So eventually, our desire is to build this university for the kingdom where we train up Christians in the arts, right? We teach them the rudiments of the faith, in whatever area uh, God has tasked you to, whether it's music, poetry, spoken word, whether it's podcasts, whether it's being an engineer a pilot, Whatever area God has tasked you to And assigned you to We want you to be there Be comfortable in your faith And rock out in your Christianity Doing whatever God has called you to do So that's the that's the big yeah. vision That's the long term vision and, and you know In between there We get to do different things To get us there So that's that's a little bit about uh, Jesus Follower JFU And God Vibes Is a uh, actual logo And design That's under Jesus Follower So
1: Yeah I love it. It's great. It's great. I, you know, got a couple, a couple things as we we're just talking about. Got to right. upgrade my, uh, my catalog, my wardrobe. We got to upgrade you, brother. We got to upgrade you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No doubt. No doubt. You know, as uh, our brother Christ Boomer says, you know, uh, vibe with God and God will vibe with you. You know, that's that's what's up in every area of life. Nope. That's real. That's what we do, man. That's what we do. Yes, sir. And so, awesome you are an awesome anointed, um, you have an awesome anointed lyrical, lyrical gift to rap and you use it for the glory and of God and the kingdom of God. Uh, will you mind sharing how
0: you guys started in that? Yeah, no doubt. So, um, so I was a kid, man, I can't remember how old I was when uh, Tupac, when I first heard Tupac's song on the radio and it was Dear Mama, right? And Dear Mama and I think yeah. Biggie's, juicy were on a, on a waves yeah. at the same time and they were kind of going back and forth. And uh my mom wasn't big on hip hop. She 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 believed that was the gateway into some other stuff. Uh, so I didn't really get to listen to hip hop freely. And uh when I lived in Mississippi, we had some neighbors and they used to have their boom bikes out. They was older than me. And I heard this dude Tupac man and I said, wow like I it's like I felt what he was saying. You know, I wasn't just listening to him. Like I felt what he was saying and and, and it yeah. captivated me. For one, the ability to bring someone in like that captivated me. And then what he was talking about captivated me. Right. And I wasn't nowhere near living that lifestyle, but just he had this amazing ability to pull you into his world, uh, to pull you into the things yeah, he was yeah. saying and 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 that's what that's what yeah. began it for me man so from there i was like you know I, I started definitely once i moved back to california uh just started listening to more hip-hop uh you know being at school and things of that nature man you hear it all the time you're around it all the time like i say in my household i wasn't allowed to do it for a long time or listen to it but uh just started rapping like that man started battling uh battle rap battle rap isn't as big on the west coast as it is the east coast but we did i did some of that um and uh, really didn't didn't realize it, but I had this thing I had developed this thing for poetry, uh, so just writing in general, man. I just became this just just this avid writer, man. Whether it was music or poetry or whatever it was, bro, I just became this avid writer, man. But it it started from that. It started from hearing Pac um, and hearing how he you know approached the mic and approached the art, and that really stirred that passion within himself.
1: Mhm. Wow, that's awesome! And um, what inspired your latest single, uh, "New Season, St. God"?
0: Man, that's a great question, bro. So I, I, I mentioned about you know my growth process in my roles, man. So I haven't been perfect, and you know, new seasons is kind of capturing uh, uh, this perspective that I've learned in Christ, which is you know we don't we don't we don't fail in Christ with a period. <laughs> I'm saying we're always learning we're either teaching or we're learning something Um, and when you realize that you've messed up in your Christianity you've fallen short in your Christianity it's important that you also realize God is teaching you something in your Christianity and so new seasons to me that's what it captures it captures this point where I realize hey I have these faults that I've made I have things that I've done that I'm not proud of in my Christianity and what's God perspective of it. All right, so <laughs> a new season. We're not staying in yeah. that season. Okay? We're going to yeah. deal with that, whatever those consequences are, whatever it is that you need to do to get these things right, to get these things back on track. We're going to deal with that and then we're going to open up this new season in this new chapter. And that's what Christianity is, man. We're never down and out for the count. Even when we've done something that God disagrees with his perspective. Is you're not down and out for the count. That's impossible for you to be in Christ and down and out for the count. You're always going from one season into the yeah. next season, man. That's just that's just that's just the life that we that, that, that we've signed up for. That's just what it is, bro. So yeah. that's what new seasons is. New seasons, same God. Bread come and go. I got the same job. He ain't switching up. I ain't switching up. I just leveled up like, hey, God, you feel me? So if you listen to it, you will catch it like, man, my father ain't switched up on me, so I ain't about to switch up. I'm just going to keep going from glory to glory with the father, man, and let him get the glory. So that's what it is, bro yes fire song um so where can people uh, listen to that and get that no doubt no doubt man so i'm on all the outlets man whatever you do spotify apple music itunes youtube i'm a youtube consumer because youtube is free uh pen Pand- well i don't know about pandora pandora i got some stuff on there but if you check me out uh look up pslp uh, that's my artist name, and it simply means poetically sound, lyrically profound. For anybody that was wondering what that means, uh, if you look that up, PSLP, put in new season, and uh, there you go, it'll pop up. I got some other stuff out there, uh, a single I did a couple of years ago called Mission uh, is Fire, it's a video for you, you can check that out. And uh, just to just to give y'all a little tidbit of something to look forward to, the the, the album, my actual first album is coming out later this year. And it's going to be called The Mission. So that new season will actually be on that album, bro.
1: Nice. What's up? Man, I just want to encourage you to keep on stri- striving on what you're doing, because there's literally generations and nations of generations who need what God has placed in you. So um, that's real. Just, you know, keep keep at it. And also, um, speaking of that, I was wondering, like, if there's a young man out there who um, only knows how to take care of business according to the streets, but really feels something inside of him and wants to change, but maybe he isn't sure how or isn't sure how people will view him, but he really w- wants to do what's right, you know, for the greater good and to uh, really do right. What uh, what advice would you give him?
0: man. Another question, bro. It's really, it's, it's, it's really at the heart of, like I say, what I've been tasked to do since I've been home, which is minister and, and, and speak to those who are in similar situations, right? Um, and there's some key verbiage you use know, a young man or woman who's looking to do something different. And a lot of times, where the enemy gets us is that we're looking to do something different. And we're surrounded by those things that are not the difference that we're looking to do. And the enemy knows that we're we're physical people. You know what I'm saying? We 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 need to touch, we need to feel, we need to sense these things. And he knows that, bro. So he will he will intentionally, and, and here's the thing: God will allow him to keep us in a place where it's difficult for us to see and touch that difference that we want to be so it's 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 very hard to to change when you're in a in an environment that's against the change that you want to make so one of the one of the principles that i that i talk about and, and i've learned this not only in christianity but but from those in in the world who are successful you have to be around those people that you want to become so if, if if you want to become wealthy, right, you have to hang around wealthy
1: people. It's
0: that simple. You have to hang around wealthy people. You, you have to be around the people and the environment that you potentially want to want to be a part of, and that comes at a cost, which Christianity is a cost, right? You're denying yourself, so you have to be willing to say, "Hey, I'm going to step outside of what everybody else is doing right here." And I'm going to put myself in a position to be grown by the people that I eventually want to become like. See what I'm saying? So if I want to become a man of God, if I want to do something different in my life, I want to be a a better father, I want to be a better husband, I want to have better relationships, right? I just want to be better and be different. I have to put myself where those people are. So you have to be willing to go to a local church. You have to be willing to go to community events that are positive, uplifting events by men and women who are living this life that you want to be a part of. You have to seek those things out. A lot of times I hear people say, well, I don't have any examples around me. I don't have any around me." Okay. But it, at the same time, these same people will spend hundreds of dollars, travel thousands of miles to go to an event or a concert or a show, right, that's not right where they're at. You do that all the time. You have to be willing to do the same thing if you want something different for your life. You gotta be willing to spend. You gotta be willing to lose out. But here's the thing about Christianity: whatever you put in, gotta bring it back two times over. Gotta bring it back two times over. And that ain't no, that ain't no prosperity gospel. This is how our Father works. So He said, "Look, if you're willing to deny yourself, to deny your culture, to deny your community." To deny uh, 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 your flesh the gratification of being this person and invest in becoming something different financially and time-wise, he's going to bless you. He's going to bless you. He's going he gonna, to he gonna, he gonna connect all the dots that need to be connected. So a big thing I'm going to say is, uh, it says, uh, there's a saying that says, uh, if you do the same thing and you expect different a different result, they call that insanity so again if you want to do something different and be something different then you have to do something
1: it's it's
0: it's 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 two plus two equals four you know what i'm saying and for those of us who come from the streets i don't want to hear nothing about oh man i'm afraid to go over here and i'm afraid to do that man when i became a christian bro it's like i was everywhere bro because when i was in the streets i was everywhere you know what i'm saying and it wasn't because I was trying to be the toughest dude, but I played ball. So, so a lot of times I'd be in the swans hood. A lot of times I'd be over in the jungles. You know what I'm saying? And then my mom bounced around. So I didn't have a choice in where I live So a lot of times I'd be in the enemy hood, not because I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of us who come from the streets make great Christians because we've already been in situations where a lot of people want to go. You just have to transfer that train of thinking to say, hey, if I need to go somewhere and be around some people that I normally won't even be around in order to change and become something different, then that's what I'm going to do. And like I said, I guarantee you God will bless you. I guarantee you if you're short on gas, he'll bring the gas money. Or he'll make your car go a little further than it's supposed to go on that E so that you can get to where you need to get to so that he can give you what you need to get. You know what I'm saying? Trust God. Trust yeah. him. Test him. He's a good guy. Test him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's so real that's so real And uh, like what you were saying about it's important who you watch uh, you know you hang around because if you want to learn how to fly you shouldn't be hanging around chickens you know um you gotta get be, get around some eagles um there's no reason an eagle should be hanging around with the chicken because the chicken is only concerned with what's on the ground whereas the eagle is concerned with what's in the air so you know that's 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 power. That's you know.
0: That's real. It's real, bro. Plain it's, 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 it's plain and simple, bro. It's gotten. God is not. God is not this complicated God. You know. He. You know. A lot of common sense things that you see people doing, they're one. They're inventors of that. You know what I'm saying? A, a person may have came up with that phrase who's not even a Christian. Like, if you want to be rich, hang around rich people. But the concept of changing. Oh, that's a godly concept that's something that he wove into our DNA. Yeah. So even people who are not Christians understand that. They understand, look, if I want to be something different, i got to go somewhere different because that's just how God, that's how he created us to grasp that concept. So the thing about it is, like you say, it's not hard. It may be hard to do it, but it's not hard to understand what, what you need to do to get there. Yeah. yeah. That's real. And, um...
1: Man, you you've been spreading uh, uh, some awesome dope pearls of wisdom, some gold nuggets all day. Uh, people ought to be rich by the time they finish watching this. That's uh, been awesome. <laughs> but um, finally, if people want to people want to reach you or contact
0: you, how can they? I, I I wish these screaming kids could take my calls. <laughs> that would that would help me out a lot. But look, if if, if you want to find me, I'm on all social media platforms. Uh, not all. I'm not on Twitter yet. But uh, so my handle is pslp underscore uh, Seymour s e y m o u r. That's Instagram. Uh, uh, Facebook is just Patrick Seymour. So my name, Patrick Seymour, on Facebook, you you'll, you'll see me on there. Um, My web page is PSLP, that's me. That's my web page, PSLP, that's me, just like that. You put that into uh, uh, your search engine, and you should pop up my web page. From there, you can book me and see some of the things that I'm doing, some of the events I'm doing, if you want to come out to something I got going on personally. Uh, And I'm linked, of course, with Jesus Follower. That's kind of the home for everything we got going on. So Jesus Follower, without the E, so it's jesus followers f-o-l-l-o-w-r you will see a circle with a j and a F. that's us and you can find us on instagram uh facebook uh twitter uh, we got all those accounts on there um and then god vibes clothing so it's god vibes underscore clothing uh that's a website you can go you can get you some merch uh check us out on there the hats is on there the search is on there we got some sweaters and stuff on there different things um and, uh, same thing for the, uh, for the IG page, we got a guy vibes, clothes and IG page. So those are all the different places that I'm connected to that you can find me and kind of keep tabs on what I'm doing.
1: Oh,
0: that's awesome. Man, that's awesome. And finally, I just
1: want to encourage you, like, you know, how it is when you are washing the car and the water flows down the street, and sometimes there's twigs and lots in the car. A lot of the water, I always find some way to go around it and to you know, to, you know, to keep going. And so likewise, just know that in spite of all you've had to overcome, in spite of all that may have been in your path, as an obstacle. You, you found a way each and every time, you know, God has made a way for you to keep on going. So just continue with that awesome uh, tenacity and uh, relentless spirit and just continue to, uh, you know, represent and watch God uh, bless you greatly. Hey man, bro. I
0: appreciate it, bro. Thank you, man. Like you say, that's that's what we do, bro. We gotta keep going. We was talking about that before we it, man. We just we make do what we gotta keep going, man, and we let God make up a difference. So uh, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for giving me a chance time. i pray you're so able to hear you. My kids back here When I so, if y'all, if y'all parents Y'all understand why I'm, y'all love it, you know, I'm still on the top, though. I ain't taking those days off I'm still here But uh, thank you bro I appreciate it I appreciate everything
1: bro. Oh yeah Definitely It's all good you, you doing the daddy thing You know The man taking care of his business That's what's up So um, thank you everyone again For tuning in To an awesome podcast episode I know that you've been Greatly blessed by the awesome, amazing PSLP, Patrick Seymour. Um, Continue to journey along with us as we bring you um, awesome interviews and episodes. And just, um, as always, you be encouraged. You remember to the world, you may be one person, but to one person, you may be the world. And as always, this is BDP, Brian Davis Porter. Until next time, you guys be blessed.
0: Bless, you, like. Bless y'all. season, same guy. Red come and go, got the same job. He ain't switching up, ain't switching up. I just leveled <laughs> up, like hate God. New season, same guy. Red come and go, got the same job. He ain't switching up, ain't switching up. I just leveled up, like
1: hate